And now, a random PSA for the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. Hi there, I'm Nathan, the host of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. Also, the host of Be Dribbling Over Podcast. And also, the Bling Blong Podcast. Here to remind every one of you that it's great to donate books. But always make sure that you have everything out of your book before you donate to your local Goodwill or any donation center that accepts donations of books. Trust me, you don't want to end up finding out that there was something precious in one of your comic books that you ended up donating to. This is a random PSA for the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. And now, the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan, and... Well, I came across a documentary that, that, well, at first I was watching a movie on a, on the Tubi app, and then I was curious about a little bit more, by the way, I ended up watching a movie called Somewhere in Time. And then I went searched to see what other works of Jane Seymour, and I came across this gem of a documentary. I thought it was interesting. It was called Cinemability, the Art of Inclusion. And basically it kind of gives you the hint the the history of cinema of the representation of disabilities. Of whether negative or positive portrayals, that is. And I just thought it was interesting how it went from, you know, explaining the the, the, the the archetypes as in, oh, there's this blind person, you know, and treats Frankenstein's monster, the Bride of Frankenstein, for example, and ex and talking to Frankenstein's monster as if they were human. And being the the few, probably one of the only people in the whole entire movie of uh, Bride of Frankenstein, I, I do believe that was the title of the movie, that the way to get to Frankenstein's monster is to treat him as an equal. Treat him as a human and not a monster. If you treat him as a monster, they will act as a monster. If you treat him as human, they will respond back of being human. And it was interesting to learn about a lot of history, you know, a cinema for disabilities. And, yeah, and having, you know, the evil villain... Like because they are disabled, so they want to wreck, wreck havoc on the whole entire world for making them disabled. You know, vengeance uh, archetype, of uh, similar to Captain Ahab of Moby Dick, and and then of course you have the inspirational stories, and you know. 
going through each of the decade it was it was interesting to learn about especially when you know around the 1950s you know after you know uh world war you know world war Two, and like how to portray a lot of you know the late 1940s early 1950s of how to portray especially uh the veterans and they actually in one of these movies had a i think his name was like howard uh howard housel something i think that was his name howard housel and he was really disabled and they have him you know act and he ended up winning not just one but two oscars you know he won for best supporting actor and then he ended up winning a special academy award you know for you know you know representing really well of of war veterans and war veterans that are disabled and it's just interesting of the directions of each of the decade as i said of and and all the people that they ended up getting and it really has me curious especially with the disabled actors especially uh daryl chill mitchell i really want to check out more of his work because he really sounds you know really sounds a, a great person and not only that he he knew what he was talking about of, of course he was you know he was in a wheelchair but it's just it's just really great to see a lot more representation but we still are far away from from it and it comes to the general question do we keep on letting these actors you know act as disabled people or do we get more disabled you know people getting to act in these roles or do we do a little bit of both and we just go think, look, we we tried out all these actors and we just couldn't find the right one. So we'll get someone that, you know, unfortunately are able or just go with the basis of can they act? But it's just a really it's really a big mess of. I mean, of this situation, but really, we all are trying to find a common goal of trying to understand each, you know, each other's perspectives and do everything we can to have it. The more that you have it on screen, the more that you could have people realize, you know, you know, do not treat them like the freak shows, you know, during, you know, in in the carnival days. In the days of at carnivals and circuses of the freak show, but these are actually human beings. These are people, and I'm I'm looking forward to you know. I'm I'm looking forward to the day that I find out. Hopefully, that day is soon. That there's a bunch of it was all disabled, you know, cast and crew, and they end up finding a way to tell this great story and it's relatable to everybody both abled and disabled
in on all walks walks and wheelchairs of life. <laughs> walks and wheelchairs of life. I wish the the talked more to the disabled actors to be honest, because that way I understand you want to get you know all these actors of Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox portrayed you know as Ray Charles and and Ray in the movie. But what was interesting was they actually put makeup around his eyes so that way he would understand what it is to be blind. So I gotta give props to them being you know doing that so that way. To understand, get the feeling of of being blind. I I remember at the uh, disabilities and access fair uh, back in Venture College. I remember, you know, uh, you you had a blindfold and you tested out on what it will be like if you were blind and. And at first, you know, as anything else, you would struggle. You would run to the bushes too much. Um, you trip over even. But once you understand your 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 senses, as they say, the senses heighten, especially with hearing. And it's just. It's really interesting. I'm I'm looking forward, as I said, to a day. Heck, I I think the way to go is because maybe there needs to be a show that not exactly like Golden Girls, because Golden Girls is a one one of a kind show that just had the right timing of casting and just getting the right people to write, uh, people to to act. But there might need to be something similar to that. Maybe have a show of disabled people and, you know, one's in a wheelchair, one has MS, one has, you know, and maybe have one of the characters think that, you know, they, they think they're abled and then you find out, oh, they have autism, you know, uh, something to that effect. And and that could be the pilot episode right there, like they... they you know, they're they're trying to figure out a way to adapt on, you know, one does sign language, like, one is, you know, one is mute, one is mute, so they do sign language a lot, and you could have one that, that's in a wheelchair, and then you get one with MS, and then you could add one that you don't think has been portrayed enough, and get an actual person that has that, and then, um... I mean, this is what I would do if I was directed. I would probably have myself be the abled and give myself the challenge of being an, you know, being an abled, and then have the twist be turns out I have autism, and that would be the pilot episode, and you'll find out a little bit more and 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 try to treat it normal and see as people and I would do everything I can to to not exactly it, it wouldn't be like oh you know laugh track and like all good fun it, it, I would actually put some stuff that people would 
feel uncomfortable about because there are some stuff and disabilities that that are very uncomfortable. Especially uh, with myself, I would probably create an episode of having, you know, the awkwardness of being taken seriously uh, in a sexual way. Uh, that's what I would do if, if there was a show, if there was a show and created that way, uh, I would probably write an episode as that. But let me get back to <laughs> talking about the documentary. I, I do apologize. I got a little bit off track. I just wanted to say, you know, you know, hopefully we get to that point of, we get to see all these different perspectives and, and we get people that actually have that disability and and not have those like oh and miraculously i got cured because that's not how the world works sometimes we, we don't get miraculously cured maybe we could have it instead society is cured you know and and people have an understanding a little bit more of an understanding instead of us being cured ends up being the people around us feels kind of cured in a way. I don't know. But anyways, I really enjoyed the documentary, as I said before. Uh, Jane Seymour did a great job basically being a hostess and explaining about each of the each of the characteristics and you know, stories that were told at that time. Uh, there was this one person I didn't agree about, you know, what, how you should be, how you should, how you should, you know, entertain wise, of course. There was one person uh, that said, basically, what the goal is at first, you put in the politics, and then, you and then you put in a portrayal and and the thing is what you're trying to do is tell a story focus on the darn story first before you put the darn politics if you do anything with politics and you focus on the politics first think about this if you put in the politics first then most likely you'll end up having your subject end up being dated when you tell a story, you end up finding a way to have it be timeless. If you focus on telling a story, you end up having something timeless if it's done right. And you have the passion. And you have the people that have the same passion as you do. Maybe even more of the passion into the project and understand what you are trying to do. Excuse me. I get a little bit passionate sometimes. I I just want to kind of give you a little bit of an experience of of my first encounter of a. I remember watching the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Disney version. I had no idea at the time that I had something that was called autism. But with Quasimodo, I kind of felt relatable to him. Not exactly of, of being shunned, you know. I wasn't ugly looking. 
But his imagination, his sense of wonder, him having high hopes regardless of the fact of what was being thrown at him in life. I felt relatable to him that way. I really did. I... And even, of course, of loving someone that, of a lady that doesn't have the same feelings back for you as well. I mean, as I said with, with the documentary, the documentary is great, but as I said before, I just wish they had a little bit more of the disabled people that were talking. I mean, they do that, but they do that a little bit too late to, to get the impact, the idea. I enjoy, I mean, I appreciate knowing the the cinema history with disabled people in cinema and in television. But at the same time, I I really wanted to know more of each of these actors, of how they found a way to, you know, how they found a way to, to get in the industry. Some of them were even, heck, they were even a, heck, some of them were even a different color of skin. But I find it kind of ironic in this documentary we're saying, oh, our goal is to get to inclusion and and everything and, and having everyone have a voice. And I and that's the goal. It's kind of ironic because most of these people say other stuff on social media and that leads to end up dividing and exclusion. Not all of them in this documentary, but some of them later on end up same words that divide and exclusion. But otherwise, as I said, I, I really appreciate that there was a documentary as this that came out. If you if you are curious about it, please do check it out. It's on the Tubi app, and it's called Cinemability, the Art of Inclusion. And if you're just having a hard time trying to look for it, just... Just type in cinemability and you might be able to find it. I I can't really rate this documentary because I, I kind of went all over the place and explained why I do appreciate them of mentioning about, you know, as I said, the cinema history, television of, of different disabilities for the little people, for for MS for cerebral palsy, for... I don't think they mentioned autism. So weird. They mentioned everyone except autism. How ironic is that? They, they, even, they even showed a, a clip from Atypical. They, they showed a clip from Atypical, but they didn't mention anything about autism. They mentioned about little people. They mentioned about mentioned about cerebral palsy, MS, and then there was there was one more. I kind of forgot the name of it. I feel bad about it because 
Uh, there was one of the characters, I think it was from Laverne Shirley, or... No, it was from Happy Days. And this person ended up having to hide his... Because... Everybody... Because he kept on falling on the ground, and so everybody was thinking that he was either drunk or on drugs... But really, he had something else. So he had to make up that in order to, that way he could hide his something else. I mean, I, I gotta give props to a lot of these actors with disabilities. They find ways to astound me in many ways. And hopefully I could be in a similar position. We'll see. Um... I know this is going to be a long shot, but if there's anyone uh, project-wise that is looking for someone that they want to look for someone that actually has autism and are trying to make a movie with a character that's autistic or looking for voice actor trying to voice someone that has autism as well, uh, you can contact me on social media, SportsBoop32, or also the podcast industry, or CopCast, or all those actors, you know, all those actors that have disabilities out there, uh, whether known or unknown, please do contact industryhorrorcopcast at gmail.com, or you can contact on, you know, social media of industry horror coffee gas you can message me if you would actually want to have an interview i think it would be very i think it would be interesting to learn a lot more about uh actors with i mean disabled actors excuse me i think it would be very interesting and i would be very happy to make sure to interview with maturity and show with respect as well not treat you as as what a lot of movies and tv shows even portrayed with disabled people almost to the point of in a childlike innocent natured way I kind of get annoyed with that stereotype, too, to be honest. I, I mean... I mean, I'm, I'm nearly in my 30s, to be honest, and it would be great if, you know... There are people that do treat me as an adult. It's just... You know, it's just... I don't know, but... We're making progress, but we still have a long ways to go if we want to end the stigma, the many stigmas in the disabled community. So, I recommend people check out this documentary. It has a lot of well-known actors, has a lot of well-known directors, has Gary Marshall, has Gina Davis, Jamie Foxx, and it even has... Some of the disabled actors, I do apologize, but I kind of forgot the names now. I feel really bad about that. I think one was named uh, 
Joe Sherna, I think. Joe Sherna was one of the disabled actors. And I definitely are, am going to check out a lot of these movies and TV episodes and even giving reviews. So, so thank you for that as well. I'm not going to give a rating to this documentary, as I said. I think it's very... It's, an, it's a documentary that is talking about a topic that should be talked about a lot more. I really appreciate learning a lot more from... I feel I learned a whole lot more about history uh, and portrayal of disabilities than I probably have, unfortunately, in the public education system. So thank you all for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. As I'm Nathan, as we close the lid on this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. If you enjoyed this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast, Please do listen to now about 98 other episodes of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. You can listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Also, if you are a fan of sports... Please do listen to Be Dribbling Over, also on the same podcast platforms as this podcast. If you're a fan of animation, please listen to that Flame One podcast as I review an animated series of Mission Hill. And this episode is brought to you by the Industry Industry Horror. Industry Horror, they employ autistic adults. As a lot of people in the disabled community, they want to be treated with respect, maturity, and given a chance, especially when it comes to being productive members of society. With employing autistic autistic adults, both at the store and at the warehouse, and giving many opportunities, myself included, as well with the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. We do silkscreen printing, silkscreen printing, excuse me, silkscreen printing, making stickers for for small and large businesses. If you need any silkscreen printing or stickers, please do contact industryhorror at gmail.com or industryhorror.com. You can shop on industryhorror.com, or if you are around the Ventura County area, stop on by the store off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura. Thank you all for listening.